Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Joywell Conversations. I'm your host, Chisara Asamoga, and on today's episode, we're going to talk about vulnerability. Usually, you'd hear me introducing a powerhouse femme who would come to the Joywell for some conversation about all things hashtag Black Joy, but life happened this week. My body told me you're not doing anything. I could barely power through a meal. I knew then that there was no way the next episode would be ready to share. For a very brief moment, disappointment passed through my body, but in a blink it went away. Because you see, I've learned to not judge myself over things I have no control over, especially something like this. I knew that pushing through, powering through, or sucking it up would be a detriment to my well-being and would do you, my audience, the work, and all who have supported me in this work a disservice. Which made me realize I was putting into practice something I'd been doing for years, practicing vulnerability. Which then got me thinking of Brene Brown, who I love dearly, and her book, Daring Greatly. Which got me thinking, perhaps this is what someone needs to hear today, and not the conversation that I had planned. She wrote in the first chapter of her book, Daring Greatly, which if you haven't gotten a copy, you should totally get a copy like right now. It was published in 2012. And she wrote in the first chapter that when we spend our lives waiting until we're perfect or bulletproof before we walk into the arena, we are ultimately sacrificing relationships and opportunities that may not be recoverable. We squander our precious time. And we turn our backs on our gifts, those unique contributions that only we can make. That's deep. And it's altogether true. Because you see, in today's social climate, showing up to life imperfectly takes a certain amount of daring greatly. In fact, what it takes is something that she introduced many of us to in a very constructive, didactic way. And I'm telling you, get her book. And that's the issue of vulnerability. That to come as you are, however imperfect, is to come fully present and vulnerable. And that may require a lot from us, especially if we're not used to doing it. But it also requires something from the person who is witnessing the vulnerability. One of my instructors from conservatory would often tell us, when someone shows you their vulnerability, They're asking for your decency to show up. I'll say that again. When someone shows you their vulnerability, they're asking for your decency to show up. In other words, being vulnerable is not only brave and courageous, it is believing that the humanity in someone else exists and that that someone else is willing to allow it to show. It asks that that humanity be activated in the other person in that moment. Wow. (laughs) Now ask yourself, when was the last time someone showed you their vulnerability? It may have looked like a tantrum. Maybe they were hangry, tired, exhausted, complaining. I don't know. But imagine that moment. And think about when you met it with something less than decency. We've all done it. No judgment. Sometimes we ourselves don't want to be put on the spot because of someone else's vulnerability. We, we, we don't want to be open at that point because it requires us to be vulnerable when we're not ready. And I bet some of you were taught that vulnerability is weak 
shameful, or undignified. So we avoid it altogether, right? But vulnerability, believe it or not, is the great equalizer of humanity because just as you are opening yourself up and being vulnerable, it asks of the other person or persons to show up, be supportive, be kind, be decent. The last few years in this country has shown us that vulnerability is still despised. But I would surmise that though vulnerability appears to be despised by some, it is still, hear me out, the primary means of showing the wide spectrum of goodness and capacity and desire to connect with others that humans have. It is the primary means of helping us, supporting us, and showing each other love. Vulnerability, in other words, is our direct line to human connectedness. Imagine walking through life without ever being vulnerable. Some of you have made it an art. Like you, I have a black belt in lack of vulnerability. I let that go a long time ago for fear that I would be called a failure, ostracized, or judged, right? I know I'm not the only one. And yet the moment you step out into that arena and say, I'm going to show up in all my vulnerability, you are inviting all of us to show up and dare greatly too. You feel me? The moment you step out and show up, you give permission to others to step out and show up as well in their full humanity. And it's a beautiful thing, right? The moment you step out onto that arena and you say, I'm going to show up, you're inviting all of us to show up and dare greatly too. And I'd venture to say, don't get caught up in who will or who won't accept that invitation. Everyone has their journey. We're not all in the same place at the same time. But be proud that you did what some consider inhumane, inhuman, in fact. Be proud that you showed up fully human, imperfect, and unapologetic. Hmm. There's a holiday this week in the United States, Thanksgiving. It's the time that traditionally American families or families who have adopted the practice get together in gratitude and give thanks. We get one day off to do that. It's kind of interesting, though, right, that the federal government mandated that we take one day off to give thanks. I'll let you guys read up on the history of that. It's also important to note that the first Thanksgiving, as it is taught in our U.S. history books and in our um, school systems, is inaccurate and woefully oversimplified um, to the point where it's it's like gross negligence, honestly. But I will leave my indigenous peoples, First Nations and Native American people to testify to this in in ways that I can't. You'll hear a lot of talk about gratitude, and there's much to be grateful for. For instance, I'm grateful that all of you are still listening despite the change in format for today, and that in listening, you might be reminded that your best asset is your humanity, and the full expression of your humanity requires your vulnerability. So I'm grateful for that. But whatever you do this week, whether you're staying at home, which I hope you're doing, not traveling, keeping yourself safe, and well, that you show up for yourself. Be vulnerable. That thing that you've been scared to do, afraid to do, 
don't want to do, but in your spirit and your heart, it's telling you to do, do it. Show up to yourself and then celebrate that you showed up. That's a big deal. Okay, acknowledge that. It's a big deal and you did it. There's something about vulnerability. It's like, well, I don't want to be vulnerable to everybody. Yep, that's, I 100% agree. You do not need to be, nor should you be vulnerable with anyone, everyone. Certain situations call for it. Certain degrees of vulnerability. You'll figure that out over time, right? You don't have to trust everybody or even love everybody, but you do have to show up. Show up to your own life. And if you need help, ask. If you don't understand, ask. If you want support, ask. Step out and ask. Because what I've learned, the thing that you need and are looking for and are so afraid to do or have will show up for you the moment you are willing to ignore the critics, whether they're inside of you or outside of you from childhood or even now, and be vulnerable. The thing that you need and are looking for right now wants to show up, but you've got to show up first. Heck, you just got to show up. Forget first or last. You just need to show up so that you can be in the space to receive the thing that you are looking for. Former President Theodore Roosevelt said it best, and it is from this excerpt from a speech he gave in the spring of 1910 that Brene Brown got the title of her book, Daring Greatly. It is not the critic who counts. Not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again. Because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds who knows great enthusiasm, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. Whether there's failure at the end of you showing up, and you get to define what failure is, you also get to define success Regardless, the daring greatly, as she so eloquently wrote in her book and as Theodore Roosevelt said over a century ago, that's your responsibility. That's how you show up in the world. And there it is. Dare greatly. Be vulnerable. If it doesn't work out perfectly, that's all right. You dared. You dared to be you. You dare to exist. You dare to be human. And you dare to show decency. And that is something to be grateful for. Show up to your life each and every day. Give people the chance to show up and show out in your life. To show how much they love and support you. They're the ones who will be your ride or dies. Thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. And before I sign off... The Joywell will be hosting its first interactive writing experience of 2020 for women of color on December 10th and 17th of this year at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time via Zoom. If you'd like to be a part of that interactive workshop experience, you do not need to be a writer. 
Heck, you could have never written anything before except your high school essays or poems and whatnot. That is fine. All comers, all background, women of color. For more information, head to livejoywell.eventbrite.com. Or you can just go over to our Instagram page at livejoywell and click the link in the bio and it will take you right to where you can register. Space is limited, so sign up quick. All right, I'm going to go drink some tea and rest. And to all of you listening, I wish you the most rest, the most peace, the most love, the most joy today and every day. And remember, love joy, be joy, live joy well. You've been listening to The Joywell Conversations, a podcast of The Joywell. This episode was written and produced by Chisara Asamoga in conjunction with Adane Productions. Music is by Kevin McLeod. Subscribe, share, and leave a comment, rating, or review at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. For more information about The Joywell and this podcast, visit us on Instagram at livejoywell or visit our website at www.livejoywell.com.